Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Mind Podcast 36.0, uh, your weekly source for news and analysis. Uh, this is Adit Kapadia, welcoming you, you again on yet another Newsy Week, uh, especially a Newsy Week for Indians who are living in America, and uh, you all know why. Um, because I think A.R. Rahman has announced his concert too. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Priyanka Chopra is in oh, yes, That's what I was going to say. Priyanka Chopra is in Quantico. You know, the, the, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the promos, at least from what I've seen. But at least uh, people are going completely gaga, which is cool. The first time an Indian actor is on mainstream American television. Well, I'll, I'll lie, Le- in a lead role. Anil Kapoor was yeah. also there in 24. So it'll be interesting to see. I'll be definitely tuning in to watch the show as it premieres tonight. Uh, we are recording. As as you might have already figured out, this is uh, Sunday. By now you're sounding like scroll. Scroll. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know whether to be happy or sad at that. No, all you have to do is scroll down. Adi. Scroll down. Scroll down. <laughs> so yeah, you, you must have guessed this is Sunday afternoon. So we are recording before the Prime Minister's address to the SAP Centre. But by the time you guys hear this podcast, uh, the address might have been... Uh, uh, the address will be over. Will be over. Well, I mean, if they are listening to America, they, yeah. might, have, they might choose to listen to us rather than the address. Mm-hmm. Us, but that may be my delusion talking. So the address might be over. And uh, so we might have missed some of the finer points of something, if any. But we tried to cover a lot of this very significant visit that Narendra Modi has made to uh, US uh, where he went to New York City, San Francisco, Washington DC so and what were the salient features of that and uh, uh, what, what basically what what to expect in the years to come. Uh, let's not forget the huge year a year ago it's a very very interesting visit and we will talk about the finer points of that I don't want to reveal anything right now and uh, primarily our focus on this podcast is going to be that we'll also try to touch uh, on the other topics of uh, the, the the week uh, Rahul Gandhi is also in America is what we hear uh, in he's, Aspen he's going to meet Shri Charlie Lowe's is what we've been told <laughs> by Congress I, I, I missed you know Randeep Surjewala adds Shri to everything I was hoping I think he would say Shri Charlie Rose also, you know, Shri Charlie Rose. But Shri Charlie Rose denied, or his office at least denied. Uh, Did he? Did they? Uh, yeah, I, I believe they... they so was, they, maybe Rahul Gandhi was going to meet him, Charlie Rose was not going to meet Rahul Gandhi. Wo Asha, matlab, no, but the confusion was between... I Obama, ko hi, Obama mujhe nahi Exactly. So, but the confusion was between Aspen, Colorado and the Aspen Institute. Aspen. That was the... Uh, no, 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 no. It was said that it was being held in Aspen, Colorado. Aspen, Colorado. Oh, I and mm. I mean, he could have gone for skiing, although this is not the ski season in Colorado. But Aspen is a beautiful place to party it's anyway. It's a beautiful but then, I've been to Aspen. Also, this report that he was. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Have you been there for partying? Is my question. Or have you uh, been there to visit Sri Charlie Rose? No, I'm not going to reveal any classified information. But I have been to Aspen and Vail. You know, and all no, these you know what is legalized in Colorado, right? <laughs> so when you not reveal classified information, people. <laughs> Will, people will add two and two. So no, but but so. my uh, one of the things that I was reading was also about uh, Rahul Gandhi's uh, so-called mustering of uh, these Indian American groups who were disillusioned with uh, ah, Modi and trying to, uh, trying to train them or cajole them or console them. I don't know what he was. But from my sources, I think he's here on also on a personal visit. If that Which is, is true, fine, I don't think. We I don't know why it is so difficult for Congress Party to say he has gone for a personal visit. We all take time off for our personal issues. What is the big deal? No, and honestly, if a politician is gone on a vacation or something, you know, even then it's 
it's not a big deal. Maybe Rahul Gandhi takes two a year, but that's, I mean, that's okay. fine. You know? I, I mean, mean, the kind of background he comes from and the kind of privilege he comes from, he can take five. <laughs> I mean, what is the big deal? I think the main reason is that they don't, they want to show that or create a perception or a halo around Gandhi mm. is that, oh, Gandhis are always in India, always working for the people and stuff. So even when they go out of uh, India, it's always oh, regarding some Indian related issue. You can easily say that he was, you know, he's gone on a holiday. I think the days. best comment on this came from Dr. Anirban Ganguly. He hmm. said live streaming from San Francisco and New York, but nothing from Aspen Conference. <laughs> no, I think uh, if there is uh, truth to his personal uh, issues or uh, somebody in his family not having good health then I think we should leave it at that yeah. but this unnecessary secrecy about but they just no, created I, as you saw I, I mean my, none of my comments were about Rahul Gandhi my comments were about the Congress party's reaction yeah. I, I, I'm more intrigued by what Randeep Surjewala was saying yeah. I, you know Rahul Gandhi can have his personal reasons and you know he has his space you know and we shouldn't be talk, talking about our politicians personal life and some dissidents within Congress had the temerity to leak out a report that they are trying to uh, bring out a new Congress or trying to go away from the Parivar, which is the biggest. But I have to say, if the, if there is any truth to the Sunday Guardian report, it's completely deplorable if he's doing that. Yeah. If it's not, you know, whatever. But if that is, if there is anything, any truth yeah. uh, saying that, you know, if he's trying to uh, cobble up this anti, I, I was joking about it on Twitter that India me to kuch karne hi sakhe, isliye they're trying yeah, in the US. Yeah. Which is, which is, I think it's just uh -huh. okay. And, it, and it might be as successful as the quote-unquote uh, Putin protest in New York City. Where, where two people were protesting. Two or maybe twelve on and different Barca covered it exclusively. No, that was before. Oh, so that, was uh, that was before. They were trying and then they called it off. Yeah. And then there were like a handful of people outside. So, yeah. uh, but, but anyways, about that later. Yeah. Uh, coming to... The uh, biggest news. The uh, What is the biggest news? Um, Prime Minister Modi and Digital India. And Digital India, absolutely. Yes. But before that, I, I wanted to talk about the United Nations. Yes. Uh, about climate change. And uh, he used an interesting term there called climate justice. Mm -hmm. uh, when you say that India should embrace climate change and, you know, should have other measures, you know. But I think this has been his thing from uh, right from the beginning. If you uh, mess it up, you clean it up. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, this has been, and that's why I like, I really like the phrase in, uh, uh, climate justice, mm. because I don't think it should be a burden, the burden of developing nations to clean up the mess that um, the first nations. world uh, left behind. Mm. So I think um, uh, Narendra Modi brings with himself that credibility of leading the largest um, democracy and leading um, a billion, a billion of pe billion people, and he has that credibility. He has the mandate. He has that power to speak up for these people and say that, listen, we are not going to pick up your mess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We will develop on our own thing. We will do what we have to do. But the mess that you have left has to be cleaned by you. Absolutely. Too bad. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think he um, made an immensely legitimate argument. Mm. In fact, last time also when he came to the United Nations, he, he's, he had that jive, you know, people talk about G8 and stuff, yeah. G20, but in the end, we'll talk it, about it's G all, yeah. no, no, it's all about G1. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the jive he made. Yeah, it's, but, but G4 talk, is a very interesting thing, which I will, yeah, but I yeah. will promote to Wayne. Yeah. Uh, the climate justice philosophy also comes from um, the often, uh, probably the biggest complaint from uh, China and India have been that the norms set by uh, the Western world, uh, predominantly from Europe and um, uh, prodded by the United States, mm -hmm. has been to keep India and China away from reaping the same benefits that 
uh, outwardly the western world keeps saying that china and india have to have access yeah. and now that they seem to have access they are now being denied the full use of it so yeah, this dilemma is not going to go away i think there has to be some sort of compromise i think the government of india did come to some sort of a conclusion that for the time being there are some uh, some compromises that need to be made yeah. i also foresee in, in the near future that any climate change compromises anything that re restricts india from rapidly urbanizing or ra rapidly industrializing will ha have to have a give and take this is the biggest hallmark of prime minister modi's um, yeah. foreign policy his economic policy is the give of and course. take unless yeah. you uh, the western world has something that india has wanted for long on a technology uh, sharing and technology i would say even uh, um, transfer basis uh, you are not going to get the same which, sort of uh, which, yeah. you know, which brings thing me back from uh, which brings me to another topic uh, you know taking forward the un general assembly about india's bid for a permanent seat at the un security council mm -hmm. now there's a very interesting thing that happened we have always been wanting to get this security council um, position india has always had this position that we want to get in and liberals have always also supported um, india's bid for it suddenly after uh, mr modi makes the uh, you know a very strong push for it everybody has started saying that uh, well if india becomes part of it uh, un security council will in itself will become um, pointless i don't see why they um, brought up that point i don't see why um, security council will become irrelevant either it's irrelevant right now also but i don't see why it has become it's a separate topic whether un is irrelevant or no, not that's and, a separate and, and topic right point, now no one point on this if and this is uh, harita ram harita actually alluded to this in her article i am you know i'm kind of neutral about this un security council push have uh, on twitter i've raised my skepticism and my support i mean it's it's okay if it happens it's okay if it doesn't but when india can't contributes a significant amount of troops to the un peacekeeping forces, forces it should have a seat at the table and it should have a say mm. in you know in how Where how we are going doing. what we are and, doing and frankly i i find this business of five countries holding veto to the other 195 no. countries ridiculous i, I have Completely a different take on this now, also I, as i, I want to say that these are two different debates we can talk about the relevance of un as a body that's a different debate from india making a push for um, a united nations security council seat mm -hmm. so and and also you know to, uh, this p5 phenomenon and then there is this l13 mm -hmm. and whatnot so we'll talk about that later and i want promote to wayne with this different uh, take it doesn't matter if you contribute 180,000 troops to the united nations out of sheer desperation because uh, United Nations actually pays India for those troop deployments. It's not like India is doing this for humanitarian causes in Congo or anything like yeah. that. Mm. And that is a very sorry statistics to quote. I don't want us to quote that. It's not okay. like we are... I think 180,000. 80,000. And mm. the United Nations actually pays us. And apparently the last I heard, they owe us some money. Mm. The United Nations owes money. But that is not a parameter for no, India. No, I think... Uh, no, no, that, let me... Mm. That is not a parameter to demand uh, your your seat at the high table mm. the, your seat of high table comes when countries like russia and china which have been long stating that they don't mind and now again the united states has also been a recent addition to that that, that 
they don't mind an expanded uni- United Nations, possibly with Germany. Mm-hmm. They want to have more votes, maybe possibly with Japan and possibly and Japan again. China will uh, um, mm-hmm. probably oppose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Israel, nobody will like it. Like it. India and Brazil, probably some company, some countries will. This is never going to happen. The United Nations is a cozy club of people who have decided for themselves that India is forever going to be a disputed territory. Because India has several issues in the United disputed Nations. Disputed or ah, developing di- territory? Dispu- disputed. China has no disputed uh, territory that is subject for an international court of tribunal at the okay. United Nations level. So their concept is that you have five people in Nehru said no to it. So why, why do you have to ask on what basis? Because we have 120 nuclear weapons. Mm. Pakistan has 120 nuclear weapons. Mm. Are we Power. developed country? Do we have money? I but don't think this is a parameter. No, 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 no. No, we you, are the largest democracy um, in, on I'm the I'm not saying way. it's... A, no, 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 I'm not saying... You cannot a, keep a billion people out. No, I'm not saying it's a parameter. But I'm saying that when India is contributing so, uh, so much to the United Nations, <laughs> it should get it. It's it's it's, it's getting right. money. It's, it's that, not that's what his point it's, was. No, but, but then no no no. But then the other five countries don't. Why does France have a right to veto something that India does? That disproportionate. I don't. I I, I don't. I don't agree with I that. I am saying that that is a cozy club that India should de- try to develop a parallel. Sure, club which is the G four. Uh-huh, which is the G four. I don't think. I agree with the G four concept. Uh-huh. But G four will never have the legitimacy of United Nations Security Who Council. Who cares about United Nations? No one. I know Nobody, it's a defunct organization. United but don't care also. about this first part. None of us give a damn about United Nations. Huh? And I said that's a different debate. But that's a different debate. Yeah. That United Nations are glorified but as NGO. Long, but else. as so long as you want to be a permanent member to that. Because yeah, right yeah, now yeah. they have the powers that... <coughs> I don't think so. They cannot. No, because I think exactly for the point that you said that it's a cozy club. After World War II, it had become a cozy club of winners. Right. It is time if we are saying that the next... Um, uh, you know, century is going to be an Asian century, then India is a very strong player of that um, Asian century. Let me give you an example. India needs to be part of it. Let me give you an example of this. See, right now, whatever we might say about United Nations, it's a glorified NGO stuff. There was a time in the 1970s when uh, there was the the Bangladesh uh, thing was going on where United United States tried to bring in something and Russia showed its veto saying that uh, the... Right now, no country will show its veto for India. Not the United States, Britain and France, Durki Bath, Russia. No, and I'm China not saying that. I'm Are saying, you? why do they even have an option? That Why should they if have a disproportionate That cannot be changed. That no, cannot be changed. No, then they, India should have an equal say. India should have an equal say. India is not a lot United Nations is a defunct organization. If they are a lot of people, why should we quote this? But then again, we are mixing two debates. Two we debates. are talking about whether United Nations is a credible organization or not. After not. Iraq, we decided that we decided right when Iraq was uh, invaded, we decided that United Nations is a defunct organization. It cannot stop wars. Its main mandate was to stop wars. It cannot stop United Nations is funded 70% of it from Western NGOs. Yeah. The money that they make from the education and uh, the the projects that are... There are some good projects also. But my point is, as long as it exists... India deserves a space there. India never deserves a space anywhere where it is not respected. India will never be entertained in in that league. And why will India not be respected? Because... Till till we uh, improve our economy? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. 
unless we are technologically and economically strong enough then they are you back. are you saying is your argument that we are putting the cart before the horse why do we not get our economy strong and then have these people ask then us to come, come in this thing let, let them exactly. come is let that what you're come. saying that is not a bargaining chip right now okay. this is not what uh, a indian prime minister should be thinking of i don't think he's pay, paid that much also attention but at the same time I want this G4 to be developed and strengthened. That, that's what I was coming to. I like so it. I'll tell you, uh, UNSC is not a be-all end-all issue. I agree with it. My, my my and as I said, my position on it is very neutral. You know, hoga to be thik, nahi hoga to be thik. No, but I like I like Narendra Modi's position on it. He is. at one point he is uh, doing this g4 business oh. he is starting this um, whole thing that i am going to host it and i am going to yeah. um, uh, you know give statements on g4 and everything at the same time he is also challenging un um, security council absolutely that's a great no, no, strategy no, 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 and I, that's where i partially agree with promote that if it's our right then we should not be begging for it yeah if it's and our also, right then we should no, also no, no, oh, let me in, in, let just uh-huh. when modi is challenging united nations security council and let other people also come out and let their Democracy be unveiled. Exactly. And India should start sending peace emissaries wherever there is strife. If it is in Ukraine and Russia, let Indian delegation go and uh, let art of uh, living Sri Sri Ravi Shankar go and lead a peace peace delegation. Unless you step your foot out, that is the common complaint everywhere in the world. कि ये लोग बाहर की कुछ सोचते ही नहीं हैं. This whole thing was happening about uh, those uh, the, uh, those um, people from uh, Myanmar, and uh, and uh, India just stood there. That is well. That was our policy for last ten years. We huh. were not doing anything outside. Now I see thing. a now there is prime minister rescuing people not just from our own uh, from Country, India but, from but also country. from others. Agree. I see mm. in another two or three years people will come and say that. Yeah. Probably, but but coming to the G four part, and this is this is where it's quite fascinating. Now um, br- let's face it: when the G four was conceived, Brazil's position then is not what Brazil's position now. now is, right? <laughs> that was so, after NSA's. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So that's what snafu. Snafu, <laughs> right? So. <laughs> that, that, that's you know that, that we can debate about the snafus are a plenty snafus galore uh, snafus galore galore again you know that's my old joke that at least we are not speaking our speech in portuguese right now oh, no. but that, that 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 being said um, and that was not nsa mind you that was our great external affairs minister sm krishna so why <laughs> <laughs> are you laughing i mean i just just the idea of him being as external affairs minister makes he me he spent too much time in goa but, maybe but i'm just saying that but or hawaii but regardless Uh, uh, what I think what we are coming towards is India, Germany, and Japan are at a different level than Brazil right now. Yeah. But still, you know, they are continuing. Uh, and this is one of the those organizations that India is leading. Sorry. You know, the Indian yeah. Prime Minister is. Uh, it's not like BRICS. Yeah. It's not like any other uh, uh, group four. Know, I yeah, think yeah, it's another group. Yeah. Now, um, uh, Chancellor uh, Angela Merkel will be visiting India right mm. after this, and mm-hmm. this is. Uh, a, a long serving relationship that i always wanted to nurture is with again back with germany i, I don't want to sound like boss but <laughs> with germany and japan uh, but uh, but these are two i will declassify your files no these are two countries no i'll tell you why technologically <laughs> I, i can promise you that i will declassify your files you, you, are you going to are you going to declassify the podcast no you will find everything encrypted by the way <laughs> snowden won't like it that's where digital india comes in <laughs> no, <laughs> so. but but my my concept as well germany fun. and japan is yeah. two countries which were completely devastated i i did not envision and i i'm born in the 70s so i'd never envisioned a country uh, both japan and germany come back so strong, strong. 
back into the world especially stage. Japan it's Japan amazing it is an amazing comeback unhighlighted you know yeah. you, you have entire populations gone and again that Japan's come, comeback yeah, Japan's comeback is it's kind of ironic right that uh, the, the 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 country that authorized this attack is talking about uh, was talking about united nations right after this attack germany japan have a israel are the three all weather friends that yeah. have stood by us in lot i mean in historical yeah. times also so these are three relationships i don't know why uh, has he gone to germany already or was it like a brief stop over no yeah he did the hanover hanover no but that was like a not a making your thing, thing. what happened uh, hanover message ek do din hi tha na it was not i don't know if he had a bilateral or not i'm not quite sure but that that will but happen Hanover, in the, yeah. the, the, the but i have a question it is a very important question that we need to address when we talk about um, the security council before we um, get to a digital india i know adit wants to move to digital india where is united states in all this now that we are making an extraordinary kind of um, you know step forward towards united states is united states going to support india's claim But or are they going to play this game of um, we love you we love you now yeah, whatever so, it is it better wake so up so this is the, i have to tell you an interesting huh. development that happened donald trump made this statement Correct. about something about that you know we india us should uh, stop focusing on pakistan and have india as a counter or so first of all i don't think united states is viewing india as a counterweight to pakistan that has been the significant shift in strategy thanks to narendra modi uh, thanks to narendra modi yeah. i don't think you uh, uh, that was the cold war was us russia russia back yeah, in yeah. india and us war i think that has changed so the the level of where india used to play the field at which that has been elevated and slowly let's not i think know, and and uh, to be very honest that credit only goes to narendra modi he when he goes to un he does not talk about pakistan when he goes about the dehyphenation has only happened because of prime minister modi and and fortunately for us the immigration that has happened over the past 25 years has enabled indian population to achieve a critical mass here in the united <clears> states we are now at least 1% yeah. of the population poten- potentially with uh, more immigration can have the potential to go up no, to and, and this is this is the thing that we have in media right that and i, I complimented barkha actually that she conducted a show with dhruv jayashankar and others where she did not talk about pakistan but then the next day she goes to nyu and does this india pakistan joint mushaira you know this 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 why was student ka why to that track to taken in new york now is this is um, media is obsessed with pakistan and there's nothing we can do about it they will get out of it within some time but i just want to know that if us were to given a chance will they vote for india or against india they will vote against at this point in time because they do not think that india is a close no, friend no can i tell you something i think they will abstain so the vote doesn't go in your go favor anyway way. no but then you, you reduce the number of votes no, you need so what but they will not show their veto that's what i'm saying even if they don't show their veto or they abstain the, hmm. the intentions are very clear the united states has to recover its uh, hangover with pakistan before we get to our uh, next topic um, i do want to say that this is mindmakers production this mind podcast is brought to you by the mindmakers team this uh, podcast is produced and edited by adit kapadia with the help of our team in india the panelists for the um, podcast are adit kapadia pramod kumar buravalli and sunanda vashisht which is me So Pramod was talking about American hangovers, not the movie series, but with Pakistan. <laughs> so uh, and our media hangover with Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think America probably is realizing that slowly, but mm. <coughs> the partnership that they are seeking to be a counterweight to any X or Y country is not a good way to start a relationship. No, or, somebody just 
you know has to change the um, pages of that file that says that pakistan is a very good geographical the way it is geographically situated right. is a good strategic partner for us somebody has to get that leave out to the american file and mm. tell them that is not true so that's the only one of the days when in, if 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 india and pakistan had to meet or something they needed another country in between yeah. right so precisely why when india goes to and meets america or something pakistan shouldn't be an, and actually shekhar gupta brought a very interesting point uh, when he talked about um, how india um, uh, definitely i don't agree with his entire column but this point is um, and i think that is Mo- modi doval doctrine about how to approach pakistan he got saudi he is slowly trying to wean away saudi arabia from them trying to wean away china and trying to um, united states we may not be successful but at least we are ha- trying to have a relationship on our own with these four big these three biggest benefactors of pakistan mm-hmm. saudi arabia china and america so and having our own relationship with them de- um, dehyphenating the relationship with them and trying to talk to them on our own thing without pakistan right. so uh, without bringing pakistan into equation i think that's a big part of modi so doval the major part of this dehyphenation is also this pitch towards economic engagement with united states and a heightened economic engagement yes. with united states where in with and united states shares a very economic uh, uh, different economic relationship with pakistan and where uh, my gujarati business mind would say to kata no saudo che khabar nahi ke me ma che so <laughs> which means it's a perennially loss making mm. enterprise uh, so coming back to india and a major part of this trip was or his visit was digital india mm. and the focus of it and you saw this magnificent event and the reason why i call it magnificent is the kind of words that the ceos you know were describing uh, also uh, showed you that the academicians who wrote to the ceos are uh, to oppose digital nobody media. talked about them by the way uh, exactly no one even talked well that's how they should be so mm. then we, when we were having this uh, hangout with suhag i was saying that it is incredibly delusional of them to think that these people actually Exist. give a damn about what they think yeah so for them india is a, or i also want to um, you know trick another bubble it is not as if google or adobe or facebook is doing a favor to india of course nobody does these are companies why would they do any favor to india there is no you know charity involved here they see india as a big market yeah. and they are going into not it just... and we see them as somebody who can create jobs or who can help us um, um you know uh, usher in transparency usher in transparency and um, get india to a bigger um, economic plan plan biggest, so it is a win win situation for both nobody is doing a favor to anyone i think the biggest uh, take away from the speeches so far by uh, industry leaders was from the cisco chairman the incoming mm, cisco exactly chairman, yes. right when he talked about the possibility of this becoming a clinton template clinton yeah. template was that low level corruption as people we are used to seeing in india today comes from the government offices comes in from ease of doing business today the united states is what it is because of two successive good presidents in uh, president reagan and president clinton uh, with four years in between of senior bush who was also not bad as yeah. far as the overall mm-hmm. ecosystem was concerned so when you have about 20 years worth of change that happened from the 80s when all of these companies were nurtured government was supporting these companies mm-hmm. you become the first customer for the customer uh, for the company the government itself and then you will enable them to um, you know have a very good path as far as intellectual property is concerned uh, opening up other departments for cross selling so you have not seen 
that kind of ushering in of the digital world in India, digital world is not about having a cell phone or yeah. having 1 billion people use their cell phone. It is about applications. It is about day-to-day. What you do after you go online. Yeah. Many companies are not transparent. They don't reveal their books because there is no centralized yeah. accounting package. Yeah. There is nothing that says that it integrates with a national accounting system which yeah. has to adhere to international uh, you know, regulations and all that yeah. gap accounting as we, we yeah. do it here. Yeah. So all of those ha- have uh, to be accomplished one step or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook uh, and the social media enterprises are at a different level. They enable you and he probably took a jive at uh, companies like Mindmakers that we every, <laughs> everybody from on Twitter becomes yes, a reporter. reporter. <laughs> but I don't mind that jive <laughs> as long as it brings in more information, that kick as I call it, the oh. knowledge, information, yeah. communication mm-hmm. and the kaching. Mm-hmm. You know, if you bring all those four together, that's where... No, no, but, but then we should also use... Yeah. देखो इंडियन मीडिया में आजकल स्पेशली अमंग्स लेफ्ट विंग हर कोई जो पांच लाइन टीवी पे बोलता है दे आर ऑल एनालिस्ट्स और हैज अ माइक्रोफोन इन द हैंड और हैज माइक्रोफोन इन फ्रंट ऑफ देयर आल्सो एनालिस्ट्स you know no, why just, not <laughs> just to go back to the digital no, but it, does, it is a big um, you know uh, on big a serious start. note that it is a big start and um, technology really does democratize the but, but, but thing are... the fact that we can talk the fact that what we are doing right now is amazing is something that could not happen 10 years ago the fact that we can say something and broadcast it to thousands of people is amazing is what technology enabled on a lighter note that's what we hope for mind podcasts also going for yeah. but but no there are two things there are two major challenges for digital india one of it is going to be the infrastructural component yes. you see when you're talking about digitizing in us and in india there are two completely different challenges yahan pe aap baat kar rahe ho whether 40 megs per second ke upar streaming hoga ke nahi and in india you, you apart from that and that is true for cities mm. but in villages you also have to have internet connectivity mm. if everyone's going to get access to that so that's the first challenge second challenge is to make a such an environment that if a company is investing in building this infrastructure what the company is going to look for benefits so what kind of benefits and they that's why they are going to come with a bigger shopping bag yeah. that we are we are we are becoming the pioneers and we mm-hmm. are establishing infrastructure so what can the government do for us mm-hmm. to enable so that we can so how to balance that is going to be a big challenge for narendra modi and the you know it minister ravi shankar prasad and um, and and obviously not just laying cable are I'll tell you because I'm, I'm in, in that course, industry. Yes. Uh-huh. The general uh, challenge uh, to move forward is entrenched uh, businesses, whether they are in retail, whether they are in uh, shipping, or whatever businesses they are. Unless they digitize, they cannot compete with the kind of uh, underselling that is done by the online uh, companies mm-hmm. these days. Agreed. You know, Snapfish and all of these mm-hmm. are examples mm-hmm. where they have taken down competition in a jiffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all now funded funded by SoftBank in Snap Japan or uh, you know, yeah. Snapdeal and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so. you see that revolution not just in purchases purchase revolution is all about e-commerce that is yeah. not the thing it is about applications it is it is about operating systems it is about these very parameters that made the microsoft the apples and all of these innovate on core platform mm-hmm. and that is what gives rise to the next level uh, companies like google now and, google... and when i talk about digital india it's not about just about this it's also digitizing the things which are in government like you a, a simple example there i'm using a very simple strict term renewing your driver's license online yeah. Yeah. and not having to go to the rto office and standing in line right. for 6 hours things that is like maximum the, uh, the, governance and governance, minimum exactly. government exactly and and that is going to translate into 
Facebook and Cisco and um, Twitter and all these companies are not going to be able to give us digital India. Digital India will have to be provided by Indian politicians, Indian governments. It will have to be, no. so, um, the, the, the you point, know, it will have point. to be. Uh, the right word is facilitated no, no, no. by no, india no, no. The, and the point, then other the people that someone is trying to make is you have to facilitate and create a nurture environment for innovation yes Digi- the next step of digital india is to create a <coughs> environment a market so that people can innovate and you get adequate opportunities for research yes. and stuff like that but this is immediate term sunandaji mm. this is of the course. immediate term conversations yeah. he has to have these industries no no this sure, is great and, and plus dekho it's it's a trickle down effect right mm. uh, since you mentioned Reagan, and, you know not really economics but re- a trickle down effect that when you are creating such a that when you are creating such such brands such such opportunities mm. or something it's going to trickle down into uh, lower in colleges yeah. schools and so forth and so and uh, i always say on a lighter note uh, mark mark zuckerberg was a college dropout that created facebook Gover- government uh, of india is an asset today it mm. is the biggest customer that can be for any company mm. give small businesses give uh, women owned businesses mm. a chance Mm-hmm. that revolution that happened in early 90s in the united states is bound to happen in india yeah. so the point i was trying to make about mark zuckerberg was and even bill gates said they were college dropouts i'm not saying that people should to innovate should drop out of colleges or something but it's the <coughs> we opportunity to, no, 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 that the country no, 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 offers no, 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 we, we need a uh, we need a method or the you know resources so that even somebody who's a college dropout but has ideas to innovate has has a chance has potential you know to do something he should not feel ki, you know just because i haven't completed my college education mm. that means i can't create and that is going to and this and is, that is why i said it's not zuckerberg or it is not satya nadella who is going to give uh, bring in usher in the digital revolution in india and, and this is not they can only 
you know be a catalyst the digital india will have to be ensured by the political class in india and this is not just digital this could be you know the college uh, yeah. could be taken to anything yeah. i just used the examples of zuckerberg and gates because they were in digital world. and absolute encouragement to research and failure remember failure. that failure. unless failure yeah. is encouraged success is encouraged by everybody yeah. failure, failure is always should be an encouraged yeah and narendra modi has to encourage failure yeah. he has to he has to because if you don't fail you don't know what is it like yeah. to succeed right. so anyways on that note uh, on the dub uh, optimistic note no, and this is not cautious optimism as we like to say this is uh, definite optimism we end this edition of mind podcast please keep continue to follow us on twitter like us on facebook if you haven't yet uh, you can subscribe to our itunes feed or subscribe to our soundcloud feed uh, do keep connected please uh, send us your comments and feedback we've got some fantastic feedback for the articles we've carried we'll continue to try and carry uh, articles which push the narrative beyond what is what you get in the regular media organization and uh, you know basically to question and dissect status quo as because for which mind makers was conceived uh, eight months into mind makers many more to go and uh, many more interesting discussions to happen so uh, till then it's a goodbye from me adit kapadia i'll see you guys next week